Hey everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and this is blog number 46 of Pirates with Ben. So just a few little happenings around uh, the community or whatever. So the next podcast is happening, instead of on a weekend day, we're doing it on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. here. And that's because we've got two guests, uh, Bendari and Zarex, are both planning to be a part of the Fire and Steel set review. So add God Mason myself, of course we could have four people on the podcast for the first time. So as a result, we're not uh, necessarily taking more guests because um, the episode is going to be really long anyway. So, But that being said, I want to live stream it on either YouTube or the Facebook group. And uh, I'll put a link to the to the podcast on Shout Engine in the description below. And as I've already talked about a little bit, my Epic C set is becoming even more epic. And I just released a new game piece today or at least publicly released, I designed it maybe two weeks ago, less, probably less, and it's the Grand Bombard. So it's a mercenary, six-masted, special edition junk, 22 points, four cargo, L move, cannons are 3S, and then three 3Ls, and then two 4Ss at the stern, and it's got a bunch of abilities. It's mercenary, of course, a junk, the ship type, extended range, but... This ship's cannons cannot hit targets unless they are outside of the normal range of the cannon. Pirate and Jade Rebellion crew may use their abilities on this ship. So the flavor text talks about how they use uh, mortars and bombards instead of uh, instead of regular cannons. So basically, let's say the 3L cannon, that um, it, it gets the junk keyword and then extended range. So it can shoot through its own masts and it can shoot at doubled range. But because of that other special ability, which is a little bit funky tough to word it properly, I guess. Um, but basically, you can't hit ships within L. You have to go beyond L range. So it has to be, you have to use the extended range just to hit. You can't hit targets within L. So that's supposed to mimic the effect of like the bombard. So instead of a cannon shot, just going horizontally, you know, along the, in the air, instead of we've got the mortar, which gives it an arc. So then it's going to go over ships within L range, let's say, like on the 3Ls, for example. And then, uh, but it can hit ships beyond. So it's kind of a, a strange thing here. But it's yeah, so a custom that, that's interesting. And I've never seen this sort of thing done before. Flavor-wise, it's a little funky because I don't, I don't think any, like, large ships had that many mortars and, like, no cannons. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense, I guess, because the gun decks were below decks, so you wouldn't fire a mortar through the the main deck or anything they'd have to all be on the on the on the top decks but anyway um i think it's a cool concept though and uh i might even get a linked crew aboard at some point i'm not sure yet and uh there's a ton more coming from the epic c set so uh, i'll put a link to the custom ships thread at miniature trading uh it's gonna be pretty pretty wacky uh it's, it's only gonna get crazier so if you think that's an interesting game piece it's gonna get uh more interesting i guess and uh, Zarek's actually uploaded a short video battle report of his uh, faction turns from the Caribbean game. So he's going to be doing some battle reports for that game as well. So that's pretty awesome. So two most experienced campaign game players and battle reporters are going to be covering um, a really a really interesting game and a really fun adventure. And I actually, this morning, I actually took my faction turns. But the French and the Dutch, they didn't really have super eventful turns. So the French built a ship, but neither faction really had a lot, um, you know, exciting going on. So anyway, so the deals of the day, I've got a host of random stuff going on here. 
So six packs of Caribbean for just under $18 with free shipping. It says last one. So if you want to sample um, the Caribbean set and if you don't have it yet, this is a good way to get into it. And then I'm going to skip ahead here. Well, Hills Wholesale Game actually has lots of 36 booster packs, not a box, but a lot for $72. That's two bucks a pack, a dollar a ship. So good deal there. Shipping is kind of high. And there is a deal on eBay for 90 for 36 packs of Caribbean. So depending on the shipping, that might work out better. But anyway, so decent deals on Caribbean. It's a solid set. Um, obviously not for everyone, but that's all right. So the Zeus, there's two Zeuses on on uh, eBay, not miniature trading. Uh, Dogen, I've talked about it already. I'll talk about it uh, as the auctions end as well. But there is an unpunched Zeus. It's at 20 right now. It's probably going to go past the one that's punched. The one that's punched is already at 31, so it's actually ahead. But anyway, so it's rare to see the Zeus in general, let alone two at the same time from the same seller. So this is definitely a rare opportunity to get not only a rare and expensive ship, but also a really good ship in the game. You can make a very good case. It's one of the top 10 gunships of all time in Pirates. Um, it's basically the Pirates' best gunship, pretty much. and uh, it's a 23-point, 10-masted junk, and you put a World Hater aboard, you've got 10 2S cannons, essentially, and it links to an all-powerful crew, so Emperor Blackheart. So Zeus, pretty epic. So there's two on eBay. And then another thing, if you uh, don't want to shell out 50 bucks for a ship, or it could go more, it could go 80, I don't know. Zeus, I think the Zeus averages well over 50, especially the past few years. So Raintiger.com does have some nice deals. For example, Lac Reconquistador from Ocean's Edge, 25 cents. So this is a solid Spanish gunship, 2L cannons. It's got the crew killing ability built in, solid point cost. Put a Captain Helmsman aboard, maybe an Oarsman, and you've got a solid support gunship for the Spanish. And this is just an example. So they've got a lot of other pretty cheap ships. Some of them are more expensive, but the common and uncommon ships on Rain Tiger are had at decent prices, at least a lot of them. Like, for example, here, uh, it says Mercer, Curse of the Black Spot, one of those crew for two for unique treasure combos from Caribbean, and uh, it's only a dollar, so that's pretty solid. Curse of the Black Spot is an okay UT, but then Mercer is a three-point sack crew for the English, and I think they're only source of sack, so that's, you know, that's cool too, especially for players. So, because there's four of the Reconquistador in stock, so you could buy buy four for a dollar, which is really a good price, and uh, give some away to new players, things like that. So, some uh, food for thought. And speaking of speaking of that, I'm going to post the rules for thought number twelve soon um, on miniature trading. So that's the series where I talk about different suggestions from the survey results. I did a rules survey. And you can find the links on Miniature Trading. There's a thread with all the surveys, all five that I've created so far. But uh, I'm taking suggestions from the rules survey and posing them as like questions. Ones that I picked out that I thought were the most interesting and had the most potential, or have the most potential for enabling like longer discussions about them. So anyway, so that's the twelfth thread in that series is going to be up uh, today. So you can check that out on Miniature Trading. So. Random number generator says set number five, which is South China Seas. That's one of my favorite sets. And it should number two, 300 or 301 because of the Bauchuan. 
and go forth nine. Yep, so go forth nine gets it to 301. Try to guess the faction. 152, I don't think that's a game piece. And it's not. Super rare is numbered to 137. Uh, 224, that's past the tournament promo LEs, whatever. 56. I think that's English. Let's say um, HMS Cheshire. I'm going to guess the ship. I, it's doubtful. It's right. But anyway. James Cook. Okay, cool. So it's not a ship. The Cheshire is number 049. Um, anyway, might as well try. So it is English, but it's James Cook, which is really cool because he was, of course, a, a famous historical explorer and really one of the more important um, naval figures or historical figures of the 18th century. Um, and yeah, and the flavor text talking about it. Yeah, James Cook opened up the Pacific Ocean to the English. Um, means that the sun never sets on the English Empire. So I love that um, empire in which the sun never sets. Uh, anyway, so James Cook, English rare crew from South China Seas, three points. Once per turn, if this ship is within S of an island, you may mark the island as explored without docking at it. This island becomes unexplored in regards to all other players. So the S Explorer ability, which is what it's generally called. And uh, this is not an ability that I find particularly useful. It makes sense given James Cook's uh, really awesome real-life history. But it's not great in-game because you're usually not going to be able to explore that many islands. And even if you can, a lot of times it's better to just have like an explorer or two on some other ships and then have them go to different islands and pick up gold. It just doesn't really work that well. It kind of sounds good in practice, but it doesn't it doesn't really work that well. And I, I just know from experience because I've tried it. The English tried it with HMS Kirkwall and Economy Edition, which was okay. Uh, just It's kind of just a mediocre ability and a mediocre tactic or strategy. So, And I will say, I do like, well, not really like, but sometimes it's better to have it built into a ship because since it's not very good, you're not going to, you're probably not going to spend three points to get the S Explorer ability unless it's like a big campaign game and you're going off on like a really long voyage to explore like a lot of islands, like five plus. Um, so as a result, you'd rather have it built into a ship like the Kirkwall has SL speed. So you could put a helmsman on that and have SLS speed with S exploring, which is okay. Uh, the Spanish have uh, the Augusta, which is also SL speed. That's a four masted schooner. So you don't really necessarily want this ability built into a ship either because it kind of just inflates the cost and the ships with this ability built in are usually not too great but that being said you're probably not going to go out of your way to use a crew with this ability anyway so it's not useless but it's it just doesn't work that well so um so game piece rating out of 10 uh probably 3.5 out of 10 i mean i can't grow too high here it's it's not that useful rather have it on a ship kind of um I, have, I don't know how much I've used James Cook, but I absolutely love the flavor, um, the historical tie-in. That's one of the things I wish was kids did a lot more. There's so many, and that's why I'm part of the reason I'm doing my uh, Pirates of the Age of Sail custom set, which is an entirely historical custom set, complete opposite of Epic Seas. And uh, I think WizKids should have done a lot more with that. I understand there's some legal implications involved, but... It would have been cool to see more historical figures, and that's that's something a lot of people have have been annoyed with. Or that's a lot of that's one of the things that players and collectors kind of clamored for over the years. So anyway, and we did get that the historical pack from Fire and Steel. That was pretty cool, at least. All right, so picture of the day is from Economy Edition is actually tomorrow, 
So I looked it up. No economy edition pictures are from June 25th, but on June 26th, I played a bunch. So I'm just going to feature a couple of pictures from tomorrow, three years ago tomorrow. So, um, so this one is cool because I like the, the colorfulness of it. So you basically have some pirate junks at this military port, the Kintai Fong, and uh, another one, Clearwind maybe. And, uh, and then you've got some other ships in the background, the Paradox with the red sails, and you can see the Krakens approaching the lagoon in the background as well. So this is just a nice close-up that I like. And the turtle ship is built wrong, by the way. I used to do that. It should have the flat bow, as uh, a lot of people get confused about that, including myself. And uh, so, yeah, the military port with the nice colorful sails and ships there, new launches. And then the other picture, you can see them at the right sailing out, or at least some of them sailing out. And uh, this one shows one of the final days of Economy Edition. A lot of terrain out there, a lot of big fleets. You can see the Americans in the upper left with a lot of ships there. They had launched a bunch of ships from a trading port, including it looks like three six-masted junks. And then you can see the Delusion. The curse launched the Delusion and the Flying Dutchman off to the upper right. You can see the Krakens have entered the lagoon because I made a house rule saying they could submerge in this game just like regular sea monsters, the sea monster keyword. And uh, this is kind of similar to some of my other favorite pictures of this game, but it just gives a nice angle and a nice perspective on the game. And I like the lighting of it too. So just one of the more, one of the prettier, cooler pictures from the game in general. So that's pretty much it. So I'm going to put links to uh, most of this stuff in the description below. And uh, leave a like, subscribe if you want to see more Pirates content. And I'll be back soon. So thanks for watching.